Uh, first test starts tomorrow over in Adelaide, Australia and the West Indies. What an addition Ian Smith has been to the SEN lineup. As quick behind the mic as he was behind the stumps, he's been good enough to jump on to preview the first test. Hello, Smithy. Good morning, Sam. Yeah, thanks very much for the compliments. It's been um, been a hell of a ride so far with the, the dominance over Pakistan. So, look, really looking forward to getting to Adelaide, one of my great uh, favourite grounds over the years as a player and as a commentator. So, it just oozes great cricket for me. So I can't wait to get back there, actually. Well, what is it about the Adelaide Oval, Smithy? I'm glad you brought that up. My old man used to work over there, and, and he's he's reported when he used to be a journo many years ago. And he always said, he's been every cricket ground around the country, and he always said that there's no better place to watch cricket than the Adelaide Oval, even though he's a proud Victorian. What is it about the Adelaide Oval? I think it, uh, even though they've made changes over the years, uh, they've still kept, uh, a couple of areas, like the old scoreboard, they've still per- persisted with uh, a little bit of a grass pink area. It's nowhere near as big as it was, but, you know, they've embraced, I think, change, but they've been able to manage uh, the fact that, uh, you know, it's, it's still a cricket ground with, with, with great history and, and particularly, you know, for all those that concerned, it's got great facilities too. I mean, whether you're actually out watching the cricket, you can be out the back. I mean, the latest edition, uh, which was a highlight for me, which I mean, had a beer on last year, was Rod Marsh's uh, little monument there. So I'll, I'll be making sure I get back to that. It's just got lots of little things. It's so close to the city. It's walking distance to everything. It's just so user-friendly. And then as a player, I mean, there's so much history involved. It's always been a terrific cricket wicket. Uh, there's a bit of, bit of something for everyone. And uh, I, I just, honestly, I, I feel like I'm waxing lyrically, but I, I do look forward to it. Martin Crow, um, the late Martin Crow, uh, introduced me to uh, the Adelaide Oval, and uh, he said you'll never go to a, a better one from his point of view. Jeff Crow, his brother, played there, of course, uh, for South Australia. And, and from that point onwards, it, you just felt like, you know, you just felt like it was cricket time. Yeah, it is. It's, there is something special about that place. Um, and if you haven't been over there and if you haven't had a chance to take it in, it's very much worth the trip. Um, West Indies, it's going to be a fascinating series. Uh, Pakistan hadn't won here since 1995, Smithy. They almost won a test and, and they were competitive despite none of the tests going into five days. Well, the West Indies haven't won a test here since 97 and they had the names like Lara, Ambrose, Walsh, Bishop, Hooper, Chanderpaul. This team's got a Chanderpaul. We don't know a whole lot more about them with seven debutants. What can we reasonably expect from a team that's only played six tests since they were here last? Well, it's five guys that I, I know a little bit about. And, you know, Chandapur, you mentioned, Brathwaite, of course, is, is a pretty handy player. Um, you know, he has got a good record. The silver, the wicketkeeper batsman, he got runs in the build-up game. Uh, I think he's a fine player. Mm. And then we, and we look at uh, the likes of Kemar Roach and uh, Alteri Joseph. Aside from that, uh, we're looking at a really new uh, West Indies lineup, so uh, we've got to give them the benefit of the doubt that there might be something special within their ranks. We might be able to discover something really, really good. I know Brian uh, is working with us. Brian Lara is working with us in the uh, commentary box of Fox, but he's going to be hands-on as much as he can with them as well in their preparation, and just hope that you know they can discover something to set them on their way because. You know, it's been a while since the West Indies have been a force in Test cricket, but you know they're very much a part of the cricketing landscape, and and it would be a shame if uh, they can't find a worthy Test side. If they're playing anyone else against than Australia, I'd give them a half a chance for a lot more credibility. But Australia are playing so damn well at the moment. I mean, they are nigh on unstoppable. They've got no weaknesses. 
Uh, they got a change coming up with Steve Smith deciding he's going to bat at the top of the order and Cameron Green coming in at four. So, I mean, they just got, to me, the complete squad. What did you make of the, all the decision-making and all the chat around uh, Steve Smith replacing Dave Warner at the top of the order? They bring Green back in who... You know, for, everybody believes he is going to be the unicorn that he's shown the, the potential to be at some point. So getting him back in, you bring youth back into an ageing side. I said yesterday, Smithy, that two things can be true at once. It can be a brave decision, a bold decision, a smart decision to get Green back in. But at the very same time, that same decision can also be a slap in the face to established openers um, like Cam Bancroft and Marcus Harris and, and Matt Renshaw, who, yes, he's in the squad, but Bancroft especially, who's made far and away more shield runs than the other two. So two things can be true at once. What did you make of all of that went in around that? Well, I, I found it interesting because it was not, not even really talked about until the last couple of days of the last Test match. And then it became more than just a whim. It became a real possibility. And, of course, it's come to fruition. So... Um, quite clearly, George Bailey, um, Andrew McDonald, and uh, you know the think tank, uh, Pat Cummins, have decided they want to keep Cameron Green, and, and Cameron Green has been very patient. Um, the only way to really fit him in uh, was to boost someone up the order and open up a spot for him within the current ranks. Mm. Otherwise, they had to drop someone. There's no one they're going to drop. So they just it just looked to me as if um, when Steve Smith suggested that, it, it, it was like, wow, uh, this is cool. This is the best thing we could imagine. So, um, look, what will happen, of course, is we're not going to get the David Warner rollicking starts. Australia are not going to be 120 for, for one at lunch anymore because Smith and Kawaja play the game in entirely different fashion. They're watchful. They'll build innings. They won't go hell for leather at the start. So Australia are going to be a, uh, they're going to be a different side in that respect. Yeah, we, if, if you're old enough, go back to sort of uh, the, the Boone and Marsh or the Marsh and Taylor uh, opening innings, and it might be a little similar uh, to that, they'll get a start. It'll just take a little longer. They'll take the scenic route rather than uh, pay the toll, Smithy, and, and get there as quick as they can. Well, I think you're right. I, I, you know, I think people that are expecting Australia to get off to a really quick, dominant start um, might be a bit surprised at the way they go about things in the um, in the not-too-distant future. So, uh, you know, Kawaja's always played that way. Uh, we respect him for being the great player that he is, and that is his method. We know what Steve Smith does. He's an accumulator. He likes to get in. You've got Manus Labuschagne at three, and then, of course, you're going to have Cameron Green at four, who's also a relatively slow starter. So you know, Australia's uh, approach at the top of the order now is going to be a lot more uh, different in that respect. They're, they're not going to have run rates of three and a half, four before lunch. I found it really interesting what you had to say about the West Indies. Let's give these guys a benefit of the doubt. Let's actually be supportive of what they're doing and and, and get behind the fact that, Yes, there's players that we haven't heard of, we haven't seen, and they're bringing a lot of debutants here. But understand where cricket is at in that country is very different to where it's at here. So let's actually encourage the fact that they're still trying to play test cricket and help them in any way that we can to continue to do that. It's part of a much bigger issue uh, around the world with how to fit in all the cricket and what takes priority and how do you actually set up and structure cricket you guys are about to go through it in New Zealand with South Africa deciding that their domestic uh, T20 competition is more important than the test series Smithy they're sending a lot of debutants over for the series in February as well so it's happening a bit more regularly at the moment and it is part of a big issue cricket's facing where do you sit with all of that and how do you see it unfolding well I don't like it no. um, but you know I'm a test cricket not really I, I absolutely, absolutely love the game I love talking about it 
Um, so I'm, I'm not huge on it, I'll be honest with you. But, uh, you know, the, the other thing now, it's, it's about money. West Indies have been, um, you know, sacrificing their best players for quite some time now. It was not a surprise that Jason Holder, after his great services, decided to, to cash in towards the end. And I mean, I, I can't really blame them for that. But it is, it's going to be to the detriment of, uh, of West Indies cricket in terms of the long form of the game. I'd be very surprised if the, um, I'd like to think they'll be competitive in the series, um, but I'm not 100% sure that they will be. You know, I, I, this is a really good, as I said, this is a really good Australian bowling attack. If they fire up early um, and they can get sort of Braithwaite and perhaps uh, Paul early on in the piece, then these debutants are rolling out like one, two, three, four in a row. It's going to be tough. Very, very tough. Smithy, we've been loving listening to you as part of the SEN team as well. And when I get the chance to flick over and see you go head-to-head with Kerry O'Keefe, it's sort of worth the price <laughs> of admission in and of itself. How have you found uh, Spar? And he didn't miss you early on uh, in the series. He sort of planted one on you straight away. But it's been great banter between the two of you since. He's a wonderful man and good fun. He's good fun. He's great entertainment. But uh, aside from that, he's a very knowledgeable cricket man. Uh, and he doesn't neglect that. You know, he, he is... He's a bit of a prankster and, and he's fun to work with, but uh, beside it all, he's so well researched. I mean, he does his homework, um, and that's the side of it I, I really respect. Uh, he can he can add everything into into what he does. So I, I, it's an honour to work with. In fact, the whole Fox commentary team is just out of this world, really. Um, you know, and you know we've got Brian Lara coming into it uh, for the next couple of weeks, and how good is that to sit alongside him and talk a bit of cricket? So. Fantastic. Looking forward to it. And have you worked with Dwayne Russell before? Because the pipe is uh, much love, especially in football circles. He's done a lot of cricket in his early days, and he's back doing it again uh, with SEN. Um, he will say things that will have you turning in your seat. Just uh, He's remarkable with his turn of phrase, and he's got some incredible ways of expressing himself, the pipe. Have you worked with him before? No, I have not. Looking forward to it. That's, uh, it's going to be another treat for me, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yes, it will. And the whole team, it's been a treat uh, having you part of uh, the Australian Summit, Smithy, and uh, we look forward to chatting to you again. Enjoy Adelaide. It should be a fascinating watch with the West Indies. It might be some futures betting where you, you get one now and, and, and ride them all the way to a great career, hopefully. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time, mate. You can join Ian Smith, Adam White, Dwayne Russell, Simon Caddy, Damien Fleming, Ryan Harris, Barrett, Sunder and Peter Lawler, 9am tomorrow for the first day of action between Australia and the West Indies from the Adelaide Oval. Uh, it'll be right here on SEN. First time since 2018, we've got a day test in Adelaide. Every ball live and uninterrupted on SEN.